listening to the Phenomenal Forum on WCWPSports.org and iTunes. Eyes on the champion here. AJ Styles. Phenomenal hit it. He hit it. AJ Styles. Cover. Styles has done it again. Byron, AJ Styles is the WWE champion, and the phenomenal one is going beast hunting. Ladies and gentlemen, you heard it exactly right. We have a new WWE champion, AJ Styles. Welcome, everybody. This is the Phenomenal Forum. I'm Matt Weinstein. As always, to my right, it's Andrew Servideo. To my left, High Chief Alex Demiris. Jam-packed show. A lot to talk about today. Let's get started. What's going on, guys? Hi, Chief. I like that one. That was a good one. I need you guys. Such an emotional roller coaster it's been these past couple of days, and we just got so much to get to today. So excited to jump into it. Absolutely. The past 48 hours have been crazy. All right. Well, you know, you heard it first. We start with new WWE champion AJ Styles. The reign of the Maharaja is over. Gender has been hindered. I didn't think it was possible. What a rain it's been. Little, I think around like six, six months, months, right? Six months, yeah. Good, good for Ginger, uh, man. 205 days, right? Something like Something that. Something like that. So now, we thought we were getting Ginger Mahal versus Brock Lesnar at Survivor Series. But now we, what we are going to get is AJ Styles versus Brock Lesnar. The Beast versus the Best. If you weren't already... Looking forward to this Survivor Series pay-per-view. You got another thing coming. This pay-per-view is going to be insane. Just from just from the 5v5 and this match alone, I think this pay-per-view automatically makes it like top tier of this year for, for sure. Uh, I think it'll be better than SummerSlam and any other, TLC, anything. All I can say is the rightful heir to the WWE Championship, the person who should be champion is now WWE Champion. And now we're going to get the match that we should be seeing, Styles versus Lesnar. The only thing that I can even say is a little bit, you know, uh, off about the situation is that there's no real storyline leading up to it. You just, uh, we had a little story with Jinder and uh, Brock going back and forth with each other a little and kind of just scrapped that. But, you know, you lose the story, but you're going to get a better match, so... And now I think the question that's been answered is, I mean, I was the first one to say that, you know, I wasn't a fan of Ginger's title reign. It wasn't necessary. We didn't like it. But if you think it didn't work, it didn't do anything, you're absolutely wrong because you saw it. The guy everybody wanted and everybody could get behind, you just have to listen to that reaction after AJ wins the title. So with the question is, was that six months worth it for that reaction of AJ Styles finally winning that title back i think they could have done it a little bit sooner i think this is a little last minute especially because a big big four pay-per-views coming up um gender mahal as wwe champion has been quite disappointing in my opinion and uh but it, it is nice to have that refreshing um baby face win the title after such a long drought of of a heel having the title for so long but uh aj's aj winning that title he's definitely deserves it 100 percent. so i'm very happy and, you know now he's he's the only babyface champion in the company, right? On the main roster, at least? Uh, I believe so, I'm yeah. pretty sure. 
Yeah, that sounds right. Um, I'm going to disagree a little. It was a little long for me, the Jinder run, but as a heel, as a champion, I thought Jinder did a good job, especially really coming up from nowhere, uh, earn the title. I think six months, it really, it seemed a little longer, but I really have no complaints after the Jinder era. The only thing now maybe sets up something with him and AJ. After Survivor Series, they have that India tour coming up, so uh, definitely interesting to look forward. I'm glad you mentioned the India tour because you got to think the whole reason for Jinder winning the title was, you know, the Indian market. We're going to go on this India tour. And then six months later, we still haven't gotten that India tour and he's not champion. Now, my question for you guys, do you think that this is just a quick switch of, all right, we're going to take the title off so you get AJ versus Lesnar. But right after that match, we're going to put the title back on Jinder for the India tour. What do you guys think? That's kind of what I was thinking a little bit, but I just feel like that's disrespectful to AJ. You know, you can give him a title, give him such a, the crowd popped. It was awesome. Everyone was so happy that he won on SmackDown. So now you're just going to feed him to the Wolves, essentially, have, put him in a match with Brock, and then right after that it's going to be back to Jinder? I don't know. But I think it definitely sets up for that possibility, and I think that's kind of cool to see which direction it's going to go in. I really hope they don't put it back on gender. I, I, I me too. I really want this match to happen between AJ and Brock, and if it if it doesn't happen, I'm sure a lot of people are going to be very very disappointed. Well, no, I think I think the match will happen, yeah. right? And I think after the match happens, they'll take the title. Oh no! See, I don't yeah. want that to happen because that's when I the really India don't. tour is. I think oh. I think it's the beginning it's, of it's December. It's a couple weeks after Survivor yeah, Series, no. so I think this is all right. We'll give you AJ Lesnar. But then Jinder's getting the title back, no. so he can't. I, I maybe, there not, was, maybe a rematch, at least. Can we agree yeah, on that? No, 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 yeah, no, get a rematch. Give a rematch. There was word that I think people were saying Jinder's hurt. That's why they mm. did it. It was a last-minute thing. But then I think Jinder came out. It was either Twitter or Instagram, maybe both. He's like, he posted a picture of himself. I think it was Instagram. He put a picture of himself with the title. He said, out of six months, AJ Styles was the better man this one day. I am not injured, da-da-da, Madarat, Maharaja, whatever, whatever. I will be back. So who knows? Who knows where this goes? But now with AJ as champion, and he's penciled in to face Lesnar, hopefully not penciled in, hopefully he's scheduled to face Lesnar at Survivor Series, that fifth guy from SmackDown, we all assumed it'd be AJ. He was supposed to beat Rusev. So then Rusev had the match against Randy on SmackDown last night, if he loses, if he wins, he's in, and Randy beat him. This morning, WWE came out on Twitter and said, "Here's your fifth guy, SmackDown Live, 16-time World Champion John Cena." Uh, see now, here, here's the other thing. Now, Cena obviously is the best man to be put in that fifth position, but at the expense of making Rusev look kind of like a fool now, it, it doesn't. It doesn't really make me happy, but it is going to be an insane match. Now the John Cena's attitude, I think there's a lot of cool matchups that could happen between Cena, Cena Joe, Cena Balor, uh, Cena Braun. Cena Balor, I think, is the big one for me. Yeah. But definitely Cena Braun as well. Cena Braun is going to be... Even though we did him. see that a couple weeks ago on Raw, right? Before C- before we saw Cena Roman? Yes. They yes. had the matchup. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Either way, it's still going to be great, but Cena Balor is definitely the big Cena one for Angle, me. Cena too. Oh, I didn't even think of that yeah. one. That's nuts. And... Like you said, I, I, I'm upset that it was at the expense of Rusev, but when you think of you know, the star power needed for this match, 
you have Rusev, and then you have John Cena. It's it's a no brainer. Yeah, especially on Rusev Day. How are you going to do it to Rusev? I, on every Rusev day is Rusev Day. day. Yesterday, did you guys see? Uh, I think it was yes. The past couple of days, Twitter officially now everybody's got 280 characters. Yes, yeah. and they have the ticker on the bottom of Raw <laughs> SmackDown shows everybody's <laughs> tweets. Well, somebody wrote. <laughs> It's Rusev Day, and then and fin- <laughs> and used all two hundred, the rest of the two hundred eighty characters on Wise. All the Wise. So it, for like a good forty five seconds of the Rusev Randy match, you just saw on the bottom of the screen, it's Rusev Day. Yeah, um, yeah. I missed it. There was another tweet by Luke Harper where he's like, "It's Tuesday, you know what that means." And then right. Rusev tweeted him, and he goes, "It's Rusev Day." <laughs> you get your facts straight, something like that. So I agree with you guys that it upsetting that it had to come at the expense of Rusev, but. If this means that we're still going to get more Rusev Day and Rusev Aiden English going forward, I'm kind of cool with I that. I think we well. will. I th- I think so. You know, a uh, cool thing to see. What if, if you enter those guys in the tag division? Mm-hmm. Put yeah. them against the Usos. Put them against Gable and Benjamin. They, and the we two, and 2B, stuff. the Bludgeon Brothers. The Bludgeon Brothers, that's right. We saw <laughs> another vignette for them yesterday. Who knows when they'll come. I've, I've, there's a lot of pictures and videos have been leaked of them on the UK tour and live events. They got new gear. They have a pretty sweet finish, so it'll be interesting to see when they finally get added to the mix. So now you have Team Raw and you have Team SmackDown. They're totally fleshed out. Team Raw, you got Captain Angle with his son, Jason Jordan, who was added on Monday. We forgot forgot to talk about that. So it's Angle, Jason Jordan, Braun Strowman, Samoa Joe, and Finn Balor. Basically... Four out of the five guys is what we expected or what we wanted. Right. I think we might have expected Jason Jordan, but we weren't pulling for it. Uh-huh. But that's I'm st- I'm okay with that. I do like Jason Jordan. Hopefully this this gets him where he needs to be. Exactly. It gives him a chance. And then on the SmackDown side, you got Captain Shane McMahon, and it's Nakamura, Randy Orton, Bobby Roode, and we just found out John Cena. I'm I'm very excited for what we get to see out of these five guys. Like Andrew, you said it before, incredible matchups here. And that's the thing about you might not like seeing Jason Jordan in this match, but he's going to get to work. Shane McMahon, Shinsuke Nakamura, Cena again, then Orton and Bobby Roode, you know, it's a perfect spot for him. Yeah, it gives him a lot of experience for sure. I think both teams look like there there's like all it's like straight up all veterans of wrestling in general. A few of being WWE with Orton and Cena and everybody and Angle, but everybody else is all different guys that you haven't seen in this kind of like match. And uh, most of these guys have come up from NXT and you haven't even seen uh, them fight against each other, which is really cool. And uh, I think this match as a whole is going to be really, really good because of the dynamic between these each of these groups. You know, you got Angle leading this team. How are you gonna? How are you gonna uh, maintain control of Braun Strowman? You know, Braun Strowman could go after Samoa Joe, who's, who has a very bad temper. Finn Balor, uh, again with with Samoa Joe, they have a rivalry sort of going they had on. A great match Monday this night. past Monday. Yes, exactly. Um, for, Raw looks looks definitely like the crazier side than SmackDown. SmackDown, on the other hand, is a bunch of different guys. You know. There are some combustible elements, like such as Bobby Roode turning See, heel. Essentially, I'm glad you I'm glad you mentioned that. I I'm gonna bet my house <laughs> that Randy Orton hits an RKO on Bobby Roode during this match. Okay. Either okay. whether it's after one of them's eliminated, whether it's still during the match. I'm writing it on the board right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's a strong. Statement I'll hook you up for with sure. the deed. Strong now, I think. Hey, that's that's where I think the two of them go from here. <laughs> I think it. I think that'd be a nice feud to have Orton Bobby Roode. Maybe turn Bobby Roode heel finally. Uh, hopefully, what it needs to be, hopefully, you, know? you make an interesting uh, point though, Andrew. That you we don't see 
we haven't seen these guys in the match in this type of match. And if I'm correct me if I'm wrong, I think only three of these ten guys were in the match last year: Braun, Shane, and Randy. Right? That's correct. Yeah. Yes. So you have a fresh new seven guys. So that's a cool angle to look at it as well. Just to touch back on the Jason Jordan thing, I think we're all on the same page where. In ring, we really have not, not a lot of doubts about Jason Jordan, but hopefully something in this match occurs or something happens and a really good momentum switch happens yeah. where the crowd can finally start he to get needs, behind him as well. He needs that one something to you know, mm-hmm. pick him off his feet and you know, get, get, him, get a good reaction out of him every time he comes out. And I think it's as easy as putting him in the ring with John Cena, with oh, Randy yeah. Orton, mm-hmm. with Shinsuke Nakamura. I think that's all he needs to get the crowd behind him to, to show them, look, this is what I can do. Have no doubts about me here. Yeah. I belong. Exactly. So, you know, that's your your two Survivor Series main events. You got the 5-on-5, five five, now you got the Beast versus the Best, AJ and Lesnar. Let's get right into Raw, guys. So, Monday night, we started off with, it was Miz TV featuring Kurt Angle. And Angle announced that Braun Strowman versus The Miz was happening later in the night. I It's a match that needed to happen, I storyline-wise, but... Yes, storyline. This Miz TV didn't do much for me, as much as I love the Miz. Not really at all. Yeah, uh, I think Angle maybe does something in the future against the Miz. Maybe we could see a match between them two down the line. I would like that singles match too, for Kurt's sake. Yeah, I think that'd be great. And for um, the Miz too, he deserves it. So you know, nothing really happened with that Miz TV segment, but I think we were all more concerned with the Survivor Series teams afterwards that were being made and and Jordan being added later on. I think that's what was more important. To come out of that segment. And, you know, the first couple segments of Raw weren't weren't anything crazy. You had that. Then you had Jason Jordan versus Elias Sampson in the guitar on a pole match, which I guess is I guess that's the end of their feud. Ho- yeah. Should be, right? Hopefully so. for now, at least. Uh, and, you know, we talk about Jason Jordan being on this team. If it was it, we talked about it earlier that who re- else really could it have been? Because obviously the shield is probably going to be preoccupied. We'll get to that later. Mm-hmm. I think it could have been Elias. He could have been a potential fifth guy. I, you know, I walk with Elias. Don't don't get me wrong. Always, but this is definitely a guy. Like we said, Jason Jordan is going to benefit from being in the ring with these guys. Same with Elias. He gets better each and every week. Wouldn't it have been better if they scrapped the guitar in a pole match and just said, "Hey, Elias versus Jason Jordan, winners the winner gets the guy." Spot. Yeah, it would have had more meaning for sure. I think I so think too, especially because Angle was just like, "Yeah, you're my son. You're in." Like that I can trust you. Exactly. Come Someone's got to have my back. Yeah. Exactly. And you know what? What if? Because the whole aspect of it, the, he was so huge on, I need you because I can trust you. Are we looking at a Jason Jordan heel turn? I I hope not. I really don't want to see that. Where's that going to go? There's right. too many combustible elements in this match for, for something to happen, but Jason Jordan turning heel is not one of them that I want to see. If you can't get the crowd behind you, go against them, I, I guess. So That's right. I yeah. guess it's a possibility. Maybe something, maybe... Yeah, I think I think so. And then because you got to think, it might eventually some someday lead to an angle Jason Jordan. That has to be where they're going, right? But I don't want to see that as Angle's first one on one match. I I agree. Miz, I'd like to hopefully they have something before that. Mm -hmm. He has a one on one match first, and then eventually it's all right. We're gonna do this. We're gonna get this going. So and then it was Oscar had another squash match against a local talent. Don't remember her name. I wrote down Jobber. <laughs> and and then she got added to the Survivor Series team. Yes. Alicia Fox, Captain Alicia. Rightfully so. Absolutely. So that was participant number three on that team. Right. Not much else. 
that really went down. Asuka, she got her stuff in, she won with the Asuka lock, and that was it. So there's not, not real much, really, you can take away from that. But then we had planned with Samoa Joe versus Titus O'Neil. And Titus and Apollo, I think Apollo was there too. Yeah, I'm not sure. Both, both of them out. came down to the ring, and Samoa Joe ambushed them. Mm-hmm. And he got on the mic. And I don't think, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think there's a guy in professional wrestling as a whole that is better on the mic as like a big intimidating figure than Samoa Joe. When he gets on the mic, he starts breathing real heavy. It's like, there is nobody who can stand against me in this ring if you think you can come out and prove it. His intensity stands out. It's on the incredible. Mic for sure. Um, I think Joe going forward after the Survivor Series match needs a, you know, a promising angle that he could work on. Something somebody needs to step up and fight this guy and make make him make him look good so he could be, you know, that contender that we're all looking for to see against Lesnar next. You know, who who else is gonna fight Lesnar after after AJ? You know, that's gonna be tough that's gonna be a tough call for sure. Well they're you gotta think they're saving Roman for WrestleMania. Well, that's, that's obvious. So you have <laughs> They, I mean, you did get one, we did get one-on-one matches between Lesnar and Braun and Re- Lesnar and Samoa Joe. Can you rehash those until WrestleMania? Probably. Because realistically, the only... After Survivor Series, Lesnar's probably not coming back to wrestle until Royal Rumble. Yeah. And then he's probably going to wrestle Re- Royal Rumble, maybe one match well, before WrestleMania, and that's no it. There's no other Raw pay-per-view after this, right? Or is uh, Clash of Champions a SmackDown? I think it's I think it's SmackDown because right. they swapped them. So, yeah, so the next pay per view would be Royal Rumble for Raw. No, wow. there's got to be one more. No, I'm pretty sure that's it. I'm pretty sure it's Night of Champions in December and then Raw. I mean, uh, Royal Rumble in January. I think that's the next one. And the, and the, apparently they're supposed to be cutting down on pay per views next year, which is, which is a smart good. move. That's good. Been too, Instead of having too many them every pay-per-views. two weeks. It's funny because yeah. we've had the past two three weeks all from pay per views Sunday nights. I'm like, all right, you know, I'm gonna turn on the network. Then there's nothing. Yeah. You get so, I got so used to it, I was like, oh, here's Hell in a Cell, here's TLC, all right, you're 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 cut off. <laughs> Which is probably for the better. Yeah. So, and we got into, uh, right before the break, we got into uh, Sasha and Bailey versus Alicia Fox and Nia Jax. Sasha tapped out Alicia with the back, bank statement, and Sasha added, and Alicia added Sasha to the Survivor Series team, but not Bailey. What, is Bailey just not going to be on this team, or is they going to drag this out as long as they can for that last spot? Well, as long as they can. They only have one more week. So yeah. we're going to find out next week who it's going to be. We had talked earlier about who the possibility that it could be. There's only three other Raw women. And the other two being Mickey James and um, and Dana, Dana Brooke. Brooke. So come on. <laughs> so it's really, Bailey's not going to be really on this team. Yeah. Or nobody. So I guess maybe they're just going to drag it on, have something to do next week, or yeah, not I really think sure. I think they needed something to do next week. There's nothing, no other spots to right, fill. The, right, you just got to you just got to keep the story team. going so as long as you something. can. Yeah. Next week for the go home. So we're going to take a quick break here. We'll get right back into Raw when we come back. You're listening to the Phenomenal Forum here on WCWPSports.org. You're listening to the Phenomenal Forum on WCWP Sports. Welcome back. It's the Phenomenal Forum. Matt Weinstein, Andrew Servideo, Alex Demiris here with you each and every week. So we left off with Sasha, Sasha Bailey, Alicia Naya, right? So now we got Braun Strowman versus The Miz. It was announced uh, earlier in the night on The Miz TV. Not, not much really came from this. It no. was just it was Miz running around a lot. Finally, Braun caught him, and then Kane interfered. Which we know that's what we're coming to, right? Braun versus Kane. Yeah, like you had yeah. mentioned, uh, just a match that had to be done for the storyline's sake of it. You know, 
Miz was the ringleader throwing Braun in the back of the uh, the uh, garbage truck. So this match had to happen. And like you said, just a bunch of running around, huddling up with the Miz Taraj, trying to figure it out. And we're delaying the inevitable. Braun first came. Now, Braun Kane's not going to happen at Survivor Series. Is this going to happen on the go-home this week, next week? I don't know. I, I hope it does. Or do they save it till after Survivor Series? Like, I know one of you guys mentioned it last week that Kane might be the reason Strowman gets eliminated or something like that. I think I feel like that's more likely. If they have just one match next week, I feel like that's kind of an abrupt ending to what this really could be. I think this could you could carry this out to be a kind of a, a nice storyline and a good rivalry. So that's the only reason why I'm going to say that it's not going to happen and end next week. I could see something like that happening at Survivor Series. And then you have a couple weeks of having the two of them together in the ring or you know whatever it is. The two of them just beating each other up, mm-hmm. just trying to get one on top of the other. So after that, we had... One of my favorite segments of the night, and it wasn't thanks to Enzo Amore. We had Enzo come out, and he cut one of his worst promos to date. The crowd was, they were chanting boring. They were not having it. It was brutal. And usually, you know, heel Enzo, he's still able to get the crowd on his side. He does his shtick at the beginning. They're chanting along. They're going, how are you doing? There's nothing. I don't so is this... Maybe it's just a one-off. Maybe they were in the UK. But this this wasn't a good sign for Enzo. Yeah, I, I agree. Terrible sign. They were chanting for Neville uh, during Enzo's rant. So, I mean. Yeah, I, I, I like that Pete Dunne uh, finally made his debut. Loved it. Absolutely uh, loved it. But, again, Enzo, you know, doesn't belong in that position, to be honest. Um, I'm glad that Pete Dunne won. I know it was a champion versus champion match. So, it was kind of tough to, to decide a winner. Which, again, they messed up on 205 Live, but we'll talk about that later. But, again, Pete Dunne looks very promising uh, from an in-ring standpoint. And from, you know, we've seen some of his promos back in the in the UK tournament and the stuff he did backstage and stuff like that. So, you know, Enzo has definitely stepped up in the past few weeks, but I don't think he's ready for that role of going up against another champion like that. Uh, it, it definitely took away from the match. I got two takeaways from this. One... I hope that this wasn't just a one-off because they were in the UK. I hope Pete Dunne's here to stay. Whether it's Raw, 205 Live, he needs to be around. He's he's already ready, and it's obvious. Two, did you guys notice when his music played and then Angle came out first? Yeah, I feel was, like they screwed that yeah, up. That I feel like botch, they were supposed to play Angle's music and then he announces Pete Dunne, then they play Pete Dunne's music. That kind of ruined it for me I agree when, it, that, when Angle came out first. I think that, that was a botch. It had to have been. For sure. So Pete Dunne gets the win due to a little help from Kalisto, which I'm so tired of Kalisto Enzo. <laughs> it, uh, I'm tired of Kalisto in general, to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> me too. <laughs> I, I just used, not doing it for me. Really is. <laughs> they gave they gave him his old music back. That kind of brought me in a little. That's but now I'm officially Survivor than, Series has to be. Other I'm, than the I'm music, yeah. If if the music was if they didn't bring back his old music, I would have been off. I would have jumped ship long, long ago. <laughs> At least he's got that going for him. So we'll head to the main event of Raw. Last chance for Sheamus and Cesaro to get those Raw tag titles back. Sheamus and Cesaro beat Rollins and Ambrose. It was a good match. It wasn't as good as the matches they've been able to put on, but obviously that's not what they were going for. The New Day came out 
It was uh, well, they, it was Under Siege Part Two, baby. <laughs> Your boy, <laughs> Your boy, Kofi. Kofi. Yeah, my boy. Are we so? And then, so the distraction and the match just stopped for like five minutes. Then all the Raw guys came out, and then Sheamus hit the bro kick. I and it's funny. I used to hate Sheamus. I've said about it, but now since he's with Cesaro, I think he's great. I love that the bro kick is so protected. Because it's just it's just like an impact finish. Bam! You just hit you in the jaw. You're out. And he hits that bro kick. They win the titles. Are we getting New Day versus the Shield at Survivor Series? Romans. They said he's coming back next week. I really hope so. I really want to see this match. I don't want to see now. Now that this is a possibility, I don't really want to see Shield versus Usos. I think this is a way better match and a way better on card. And it just sounds a lot better than what. You know, because how many times have we seen Usos versus the Shield in in the past? So many times. Not these Usos. That's the only thing. How many times have we seen? A lot, no, a, a lot. But we have the Usos now wrestling Sheamus and Cesaro. I'm cool with that. I'm cool with getting that and the Shield versus the New Day. Those are two great matches instead of the one we were going to get. And who knew what the New Day was going to do on this card? So now I'm pretty sure it's got to be all but certain that this is the match we're getting with Roman coming back this week. I like this so much more than having Roman be the fifth guy on Team Raw. Yeah, this fits better. This fits the Shield better, and it's a good and it's something good for the New Day to have going into Survivor Series. I was really pumped for Usos, Rollins, and Ambrose, but this definitely uh, is not. It's not going to disappoint. You know that it's going to be a great six-man tag match, probably. Uh, I enjoyed this uh, Shield versus Sheamus and Cesaro match, actually. It wasn't as good as, uh, obviously... They've definitely had better. What pay-per-view was it where uh, Cesaro got his teeth knocked out? Uh, uh, when, no Mercy. Yeah, yeah, No Mercy. So, yeah. I don't think it was as good as that match. Even SummerSlam, too. That match was even better, I think. Yeah. I thought this was a good match. I thought it was cool when all the Raw guys came out and kind of defended the ring. They were ready for the Under Siege part, too, I guess. Uh, I thought that was a cool aspect to it. And then, like you said, the ending, I thought it was perfect. Rollins turned right into it, got hit. And then Cesaro's holding back Ambrose so he can't break up the the pinfall. Good ending. So now we got New Day, Shield, all but confirmed. And then we'll move it on to SmackDown. The New Day kicked off this show with Shane McMahon. And they were talking about the new... It was mostly Xavier, but they were all... They were doing their shtick. They said, we were at the, we're at the front of the line on Team SmackDown. You know, nobody's going to step uh, to you, Shane. We got your back. And then Sammy and Kevin Owens came out which led to Kofi Kingston versus Sami Zayn. Pretty good match. Yeah. My guy Kofi, he got the win. But that's not the interesting part. The interesting part is really we actually found out only about a half hour ago, right before we started recording, apparently right after this match, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn were sent home from the UK tour by Vince. Apparently it was, they said it. there was conduct detrimental to the WWE and they went into business for themselves what does this mean for Owens and Sami Zayn I literally have no idea I walked into the studio today and you told me this and I bugged out I was like what like okay so it wasn't anything that was broadcasted right because they no they didn't say anything wrong besides Sami Zayn mocking Vince saying you're fired I don't think it 
could it have been that? If it was Who that, knows? that's really petty but of Vince. I don't, I don't think so. This had to have been something backstage. It had, I don't know what happened. Like, it, there, we got to look into it eventually. But, but like, this changes the whole, really, the whole story going on on SmackDown Live. That main story is Shane versus Kevin Owens and now Sami Zayn. This could possibly put a halt on that. I love when real life coincides perfectly with the storyline. <laughs> this is like this is like best case scenario that they were sent home, I think. This opens up so many doors now. But could it just close those doors entirely? I really hope not. They're, they're so good, these two. Now, this is my other thing that I wanted to bring up. Kevin Owens is a very good friend of Neville's. So do you Ooh. think that this had something to do with that? And and Sami Zayn is friends with Neville as well. They've had their matches in NXT. I'm sure they're buddies behind stage. Could it have been something to that effect, where they where they maybe talked about Neville backstage or something? I don't. If I mean, if they, I don't think so. If they were they were just talking about Neville, but it, it would have had to have been something. It it must have big. got under Vince's skin for him to send them both home personally. I think it could have been. It definitely could have been, but I don't think. I see. I don't know. It could, it could be anything. Obviously, now it's all speculation. We just got the update. We just heard about this right before we came on. It's definitely going to be interesting for it to unfold and to see what happens. But if we, I don't even want to say it. But if we somehow lose Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, I don't think it's going to be that bad. That would be like terrible, impossible. They're they're draws. They're too big of draws for that yeah, to happen. That Kevin is- Owens has been pushed to the moon by Vince himself this year. So for that to happen, there must have been something really bad. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't yeah. even want to think about it. I don't want to think about it either. We're going we're to have to wait and see. Yeah, I, you know, I'm going to be on the edge of my seat waiting for it. But uh, we're moving right along with SmackDown. It was, we mentioned it earlier. Orton beat Rusev, so Rusev is not on the Survivor Series team. Did you guys see what Rusev tweeted? In response to John Cena getting added, yes, it was something. It was like, "Congrats to my good, <laughs> my good friend John Cena on, you know, fair and square getting that fifth spot. <laughs> Go get him, Tiger!" And <laughs> it, I, it couldn't have been a more sarcastic tweet made by Rusev. Rusev that was fantastic. Rusev Twitter has been fired recently. <laughs> Rusev He's, anything is fired. Yeah, honestly, well, by Rusev me. Day. Well, today Rusev is Twitter. Rusev Day. <laughs> uh, so, so Rusev not on Team SmackDown. Obviously, it's John Cena. And after that, we had what they called it, Battle of the Sexes. Becky Lynch versus James Ellsworth. Parentheses, not a typo. I made sure to put that in on the rundown. <laughs> that, that really happened. So, hold on. When was the last time there was a singles match between two genders on, on would any, have had any to be platforming? It would, no, probably after China, but it would have had to be at least before, before they went PG, which was like the tail end of 2007, early 08. So at least 10 years. Okay, so what offensively did James Ellsworth do to Becky? That was like He pushed her. There were a couple Irish whips yeah. and there was a lot of technical wrestling. Not once did either of these people throw a punch, a slap, uh I don't think there was a kick. He 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 started tuning up the band for no chin music, but that was it. I don't th- other than that it was, yeah it was a lot of pushing and shoving yeah and then the uh, and then Becky hit a couple moves it's yeah like the Becky hit right, the, right. Uh, that's this is another thing that I didn't get why were the other Raw women superstars on the outside of the ring what was the point Smack- of this? SmackDown oh, sma- um, yeah I think because Ellsworth in the promo before the match said that um, the women's revolution is 
like, like it's nothing. Yeah, it's a sham. He, he could take on any one of them, whatever. But so I. That's the only thing I kind of liked. Is I feel like this is probably the end of the James Ellsworth storyline. Oh, please. Hopefully. Because it's just, all the SmackDown women were, you know, they, they kept him from leaving. They told him to get back in the ring, get back in the ring. And then Carmella super kicked him after the match. Love her. So, She's great. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so that, that's got to be it, right? I hope so. It was a pretty actually decent, I do want to add, it was a pretty decent short little promo that uh, Ellsworth and Becky had prior to the match. I thought uh, some good banter back and forth between the two of them. That's really, that's really all I got. Oh, Captain Becky's great. Yeah. She, she, there's nobody better. And do you think James Ellsworth gets involved in their Survivor Series match? Probably. I hope not. <laughs> it happened last year in the men's match, this year in the women's match. I'm over this guy. Yeah, I'm I mean, over, I've been over him. I've been over him for, since last year at Survivor Series. That was the last time I thought, like, James Ellsworth, James Ellsworth did something significant in the WWE. Well, I liked the whole thing with him, Dean, and AJ. I did like that. And then when he got involved in the TLC match. Oh, and he screwed over uh, Dean, he screwed right? screwed over Dean. And yeah, he was yeah. like, what are you talking about? I'm helping. I, I, I liked that. I liked I did. Other than since then, he hasn't done anything. Yeah. Anything of note. Uh, except winning the first ever Women's Money in the Bank match. He did, <laughs> yes. do, he did do that. <laughs> uh, That's true. That's true. So, I'll uh, give him that. So then after this match, I, uh, Shane McMahon, he scheduled a women's title match next, for next week. Natalia is going to defend the title against Charlotte on the last show before Survivor Series. So we planned on Charlotte's going to be on Team SmackDown and Natalia is going to face Alexa Bliss, champion versus champion. Could we potentially be see Charlotte versus Alexa Bliss and Natalia takes the, the, that fifth spot instead? Do you think they do another title switch like that? This They've is, already done two. It's confusing me. All this back and forth in these new title matches, it's really confusing me. But I think Char- Charlotte should be the women's champion, but... I don't know what they're gonna. I don't know what they're what they're planning. It could, it could change any second. I feel like it, every every few seconds there's a new story popping up. This could leave room for <clears throat> Ember Moon to come up and and fill that role. No, I think if the if it's not Natalie, if Natalie's not the champion, she'd have the fifth spot. But he didn't. Shane didn't say that. If you did listen yeah, close, he didn't say losers the fifth woman on this no, match. No, 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 he no, just no. said but winner you, faces you'd, Bliss. You'd right. assume. Yeah. No. I I, I but, assumed as well. Good point about the Ember Moon thing, but in my own own opinion, I hope it, that Natalia keeps the title. Natalia Alexa Alexa Bliss will be a pretty solid match, but more importantly, I want to see Charlotte in this five on five because this is potentially the first time we get to see any taste of Oscar versus Charlotte. Mm. That's why Charlotte needs to be in this match. Yeah. I think the match would definitely take a hit if Charlotte wasn't in it. I completely agree with you. But in the landscape of things, Charlotte's the best uh, women's wrestler in the WWE, in my opinion. Now, that, that was I felt that way stronger before Asuka uh, came up to Raw. But eventually, Charlotte should be champion, in, I think. After Survivor Series. Yeah, for sure. I th- so, after that, we had another title match. Right after this, you know, we would say uh, all they're saying is, "Oh, you're going to be in this match at Survivor Series if you're still Unless, the champion." Yeah. So we had the Usos defend the titles against Chad Gable and Shelton Benjamin. It was a pretty solid match for what it was worth, but then it, got, it was ended in a no contest, quick match. Yeah, yeah. Jay Uso seemed to be legitimately hurt. I hope this isn't a nagging thing. I hope he's able to get back real quick because. You, you want to see the Usos versus Sheamus and Cesaro. Do you think maybe we're seeing a little Gable-Benjamin 
heel turn, possibly. No. Gable going low on Jey Uso. I don't know. know, Going under the ring, kind of. I don't know. Did you think it was, it looked intentional at all? I don't know. I'm not really sure what's what's going to happen going forward. I just like you said, Usos are such are going to be such a big part of Survivor Series. So hopefully it's not like a legitimate like knee injury or anything like that. But why 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 hit him low like that and why just stand in the ring waiting for the count out? I guess he he did have to really tweak something. All I know is that if it looked like Chad Gable might have in, done it intentionally, they can make it out to be, yeah, I did that on purpose. you damn right I did. Yeah. Some, you know what I mean? Yeah, but w- without doing a full turn, you're thinking? I, th- oh. I think if that's the way they want to go, they're in an interesting spot. They can keep it the way it is. And, you know, it, was, it was an accident. Things happen. But if they want, they, there's, they could probably turn it around. Because the Usos did that to Gable when he was with that's J- right. Jason that's Jordan. True. When they lost the titles for the first time. So that's the only reason. I'm not. That's a good point. Uh, you think they'd make that callback though? I have no idea. They're not good at. They, they've they been taking me on such like an emotional that. roller coaster know, over yeah. the past couple of days. Uh, I, don't, I don't know what to believe anymore. <laughs> up, up is down. Down is up. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. So you know, we're gonna take another quick break here. You're listening to the Phenomenal Forum here on WCWPSports.org. You're listening to the Phenomenal Forum on WCWP Sports. Angle. Angles, the extended version didn't even work. Welcome back to the Phenomenal Forum. Matt Weinstein here with Andrew Servideo, Alex Demiris, each and every week for you on WCWPSports.org as well as iTunes. So, we'll round out SmackDown. We mentioned it, obviously, in the open. AJ is your new WWE champion. AJ Styles, the face that runs the place, the phenomenal one. Really nobody better. Nobody better to win this match, have this title, and go on to face Brock Lesnar. Uh, Yeah, great. I thought it was a good match, like we spoke about before we came on air. I thought Jinder did some really good things in this match. Obviously, was it Jinder? Was it AJ bringing it out of him? Um, Maybe a little bit of both, but I thought it was a good match and it was a good ending to, I'm not, I don't think we're ready to pour one out for Ginger yet officially, <laughs> but uh, maybe soon. So Yeah, Ginger has officially been hindered. <laughs> I am officially happy. Um, AJ Styles 100% deserves this, this title. He's been working his butt off this past month alone, uh, let alone this whole year. But uh, again, this match showed the good parts of Ginger Mahal, for sure. Uh, no, Well, mostly thanks to AJ, I think, in my opinion, but... Um, AJ definitely deserved that WWE Championship. He looks good with it, 100%. He's the face that runs the place, you know. Now, they titled, I mean, I don't know if it was the official tagline or just if AJ said it in a backstage backstage interview, the beast versus the best. Brock Lesnar's had a match before with the tagline beast versus the best, if you guys remember. SummerSlam, I believe it was 2013, it was Lesnar versus CM Punk. I think that this match is going to be a lot like that. I and really if, hope so. And if that's the case, we're in for a treat. They better save some time for this match because if this match is a squash match, I'm going to be very oh. upset. I see there's a lot of matches on this card that you think are going to take a lot of time. Is this are they going to make this the like the extended uh like the special start time of 7 p.m. or are they going to 
just so have it 8 p.m. regularly. So did they it do is that? A big four. Yeah, did they do that for every other big four this year? Like they did it for they obviously did it for Royal Rumble. They did WrestleMania, it for WrestleMania and SummerSlam. And yeah. SummerSlam. So they got to do it for this. How many matches you think? I count six, but I could be. Well, you have the two five on fives. Yep. This match, and then IC versus US title, Ms. Corbin. Mm-hmm. And you titles. have the women versus the women t- women's title. Mm-hmm. Tag title match. Shield well, versus the tag, the tag titles versus tag titles. Shield versus uh, New Day. And so that's seven. Enzo Kalisto. Eight. You could do that in four hours. Well, see, but this five-on-five match last year went 45 minutes. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. Oh, okay, wait. So hold on. So now the women's five-on-five doesn't last that long because it didn't last that long last year, right? No, but but you, you need time for the men's match. And also, what's going to be the main event? What's going to go on last? It's got to be Raw versus SmackDown AJ. or AJ Brock. It's got to be Brock I think AJ. so. I don't think it's going to be a squash because if it was going to be a squash match, keep gender. Yeah. Right, let Ginger well, get yeah, squashed. Exactly. Right, I think that's why. I think something must have happened to the effect. Maybe Usos don't even wrestle against against Champions uh, Cesaro. Maybe they cut that match out entirely okay. because that's why. Maybe that's why AJ had won the title off of Ginger so uh, they could have room. I hope. I hope they have that match though. I want. I want to see. Yeah, the but Usos, if Champions if, right, if, if he's Uso hurt, was if hurt, he's hurt that bad, there, there's no point. It's possible. I don't. I don't think it's If it's not that bad, I think he'll work. He'll work, and we'll get that match. And I guess they'll work. They'll they'll figure out the time. Yeah. So we're gonna get into uh, we're gonna get into two hundred five live a little bit. We had uh, we had Enzo was on. He had the Zo show, <laughs> and he introduced the United Kingdom competitors. It was Jordan Devlin, Tucker, James Drake, Joseph Connors, Mark Andrews, and the inaugural UK champ Tyler Bate. This segment it went like twenty minutes, <laughs> and it was. Awful. Yeah, <laughs> way too long. It was not good, but I feel like we had to talk about it because it led to Tyler Bate versus Enzo Amore. Right. Which Tyler Bate made Enzo look like an absolute fool in the <laughs> ring. Yeah. And then he hit the Jordanzo, and that was it for Tyler Bate. Uh, How did I, it happen? Because I didn't see the match. Was it just out of nowhere? It was. It was hit the finisher, and that was very, it? very disappointing. Really? It, it was. Yeah. It was out of nowhere. Tyler Bate. It was it was it was so overmatched for Enzo, mm-hmm. yeah. And and they sh- and they played it up. They talked about it, and then out of nowhere, he hits the, he hits his finish. Uh-huh. As I'm not a big obviously, he's got to get the win back. He lost to Pete Dunne the night before, and the, the other match featuring UK guys it was James Drake and Joseph Connors lost a tag match to Mark Andrews and Cedric Alexander. Cedric Alexander, sure, put him in there. He's the best guy in that whole division. And Mark Andrews, I think he's great. He's so good. Um, <laughs> so I want to touch on the, on this Tyler Bate thing again. All right. Um, <clears throat> Tyler Bate is is was the inaugural UK champion, and I'm very mad about this. He went up against Enzo Amore. You know, I understand Enzo Amore is the cruiserweight champion and all that, but Tyler Bate just is so much better of a competitor from both in ring. And out of ring, Every, I think. Everything about In Tyler every way Bate. possible. And they made him lose on his first night on 205 Live to Enzo Amore. It just uh, makes me really mad. I'm not... I, as, yeah, I'm disappointed, but I don't think it's... In the long run, I don't, I don't think it'll affect Tyler Bate that much. You know, last quick thing about the UK guys. Announced uh, yesterday or two days ago, whatever it was, Pete Dunne's going to defend his UK title at TakeOver War Games against... Ohio's own Johnny Gargano. 
I'm a big fan of this. Yeah. Because I like that they're going to branch it out from guys who are Americans, guys who aren't from the UK, because the US title, the European title, they did the same thing. Just because it was named, like, Rusev was the United States champion, and he made a big thing. Oh, I love America. I'm Rusev. Whatever it was. I'm, I'm a big fan of this, but they announced that it's not going to be taped. It's only going to be for the live crowd, yes. which I'm really mad about because this, this is a match of the year candidate without a doubt. Yeah. Well, no, hold on. So now do you think this ab-off still happens between Johnny Gargano and Shawn Michaels? Yes. You think it will? I do. Even Especially if they're not going to air that match. Johnny Gargano has to be on this card. He's one of the faces of NXT. That's true. Almost forgot about the air ball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever it is, I like, like to forget. But about it, it. it's always it's whatever it is. It's always good to see Shawn Michaels. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's what sure. I'm taking away. From. Shawn Michaels, is my favorite wrestler of all time. So, so. before we get into our big finish, um, let's touch on the War Games match real quick. The rules came out. It's uh, the Altars of Pain and Roger Strong versus Sanity versus the Undisputed Era. That's Adam Cole, Bobby Fish, and Kyle O'Reilly. It's going to be the two kit, the two mat, two. Two rings, one cage, and there's going to be three guys, one from each team, are going to start this match. So it'll be a triple threat match for the first five minutes. And the two guys from all the three teams are going to be suspended in shark cages. And so for five minutes, it's just going to be a triple threat match. And then after five minutes, one of the teams is going to be released. So all three guys are going to be in. So... One of the authors of fan has to start this match because both of them aren't fitting in that shark cage. That's a really good point. You know, <laughs> I just I just assumed it start they'd start Roderick Strong, but that's a good point. No, they can't. And <laughs> now they can't. If they're suspended in a shark cage, there's no way they could fit. And then after that, once one of the teams comes in, three minutes pass, and then the other two guys from the last team come in. And at that point, then you can win by pinfall or submission. You can't pin or submit anybody until everybody is out. This has to lead to some sort of like Roderick Strong and Adam Cole working together to face Sanity or something like or whoever it is, or if it's, you know, Bobby Fish and Roderick Strong, this has to be what it is, right? Do you think Roderick Strong's going to join the Undisputed Era? No, but I think he's going to have to work together. I think he's going to have to work with them to take on Sanity. Otherwise, they're both done. It, I think I think Roderick Strong has enough help on his hands, though, with, with the Authors of Pain. Right, but before the Authors of Pain get in the match. But I'm, what I'm saying is... One of the other fans has to start in this match because they're That's, not going to fit in the shark thing. Yeah, shark you, cage. You, make, you make a real good point. So, so that'll do it for, uh, for really WWE talk of the day. Now, this past weekend, we'll go out to, to Japan at New Japan Pro Wrestling. A huge announcement came out, and we got the audio for you right here. Kenny Omega, what a dynamic performer. What a fantastic, tremendous performer. But he's not the best in the world. Uh, I am. So many have claimed to be the best from Shawn Michaels to Edge to CM Punk, but they're all gone. And I'm still here. Because I am the best in the world. I am the greatest of all time. I am the alpha of this business. And I'm going to prove it. Because I'm challenging you, Kenny. What? Jericho versus Kenny. What? Alpha versus Omega. To see who is really the best. I want to meet you January 4th. What? Wrestle Kingdom 12 in the Tokyo Dome. I cannot wait for this. 
Chris Jericho shows up. Obviously, it was a video. He cuts this promo on New Japan Pro Wrestling to Kenny Omega. We're going to get these two at Wrestle Kingdom. This is going to be absolutely insane. Who would have thought that Chris Jericho would join to another company? The WWE guy for so long, he's going to go up against the best wrestler in the world, Kenny Omega. Talk about coming out of left field. Where did this come from? Well, the past couple weeks, couple months, the two of them have been going back and forth on Twitter. And I figured it was just, first of all, they worked me. I, yeah. I was like, oh, these guys are going at it. Chris Jericho's talking, oh, he, you know, he's not even best wrestler in the world. Kenny Omega's not even the best wrestler from, from Canada. Like, <laughs> yeah. And to get this match out of these two guys is going to be absolutely incredible. It was, I heard it was Jericho, he started working on it a couple months back. August. They said August. August yeah. they, and, obvi- and he's a free agent. Mm-hmm. He's not signed to WWE currently, so realistically he can do what he wants. Yeah, because when he signs for contracts, he does it like he does short reign contracts. So right. he could just get out whenever he has to go film a TV show or a movie or something. So now Jericho, not involved with the WWE at the time at the moment, is going to go out to Wrestle Kingdom 12. That's New Japan Pro Wrestling's WrestleMania and Wrestle Kenny Omega. It's I I can't wait. But I feel like Vince McMahon either has a lot to do with this or nothing at all. I don't think he has anything to do with it. Uh, I think this is all Jericho's part. And again, when when they started this banter on Twitter, I thought they were just like messing around. I thought nothing was going right. to happen. Jericho is also hosting that Wrestle Cruise that's going yes. out. And with the, like young whole bunch are, of, the Young Bucks are confirmed. in it. Right. So I thought this was going to lead, maybe lead to a match on that cruise. That's right. But it's at Wrestle Kingdom. This is crazy. This is unheard of. Like, this has never happened before. And now Jericho has the opportunity to wrestle at Wrestle Kingdom and then wrestle at WrestleMania, just like AJ Styles had done that one year, and he's the only guy to ever do that. And now, this is very, very good for the WWE, whether Jericho is signed right now or not, because now they got their foot in the door to potentially sign Kenny Omega. All right. You think Vince is happy about this, then? I, not I, necessarily. If he had nothing to do with it, like... I really don't think he's happy about it, I don't it, think so, but I, I... I think Triple H is happy Triple about H, it. probably. Okay. Triple H is definitely I agree. happy about it. Because Triple H is more of the, the signing. He does more of the mm-hmm. signing. Uh, Vince McMahon's more of the... This is my promotion. I don't want anybody else's influence in it. So this won't ha- affect Jericho coming back to WWE after oh, this? No, absolutely no. Not. I think I think what this will do. It, for, realistically, this is so he's not going to be in WWE. Obviously, from now till January fourth, and then you got to think Jericho. He might be back till, for WrestleMania. So maybe surprise entry in the Rumble. Exa- and who's to say he doesn't bring Kenny Omega along with him? Nah, no. Triple H. Andrew's smile got so big on that one. (laughs) Triple H, like you said, Triple H has to realize, if not Vince, at least Triple H, our foot's in the door. This is the best chance we're ever going to have to sign this guy. Kenny Omega's not leaving. He has this, okay, Kenny Omega has this theory that yeah, but two years ago, you know what we were saying? AJ Styles is not coming to WWE. No, okay. Shinsuke Nakamura is not that. coming to WWE. That. They have it too good in New Japan. Same with Gallows and Anderson. Why would they leave? Kenny Omega, okay, his promo that he cut at the press conference for Wrestle Kingdom. I don't know if you saw it. He talked about... Was this before or after the announcement Before of this the announcement of this match. He talked about expanding New Japan Pro Wrestling to the United States with his United States Championship and, and what he's doing for the company and why he is... 
should be the top guy in New Japan, which he somewhat is, but then also Okada is the IWGB heavyweight. So he was talking about how he wants to run this company, essentially, and and make sure that this company becomes better, if not the same level as WWE is right now. For him to do that, he's had, he has to stay in, NG, in New Japan. He can't go to WWE. He's stuck in this position now where he has to make this company good. And he really wants that for this company. I don't think he's I don't think we see him going to WWE for another five, ten years. I think he's gonna stay. Five, ten years? How old is he right now? Thirty six, thirty seven? Five, ten years well, AJ's yeah, maybe. Yeah, but then we're gonna see the tail end of him probably. Well not right. necessarily the tail tail end, but But he's in a, he's at his prime right now. Exactly. Yeah, but Kenny Omega is really good. He's really good. I think he could pull off, you know, anybody, anybody who is old right now, Jericho, what he's doing. He is an old guy, but like he could still work his butt off in the ring. Well, he's doing his DDP yoga. <laughs> is Kenny Omega doing DDP yoga? At that age, when he hits that age, I'm sure he will be. He better. <laughs> and a lot of the WWE superstars now, at least the main carters, are older than 35, 40. Yeah. I mean, like Styles, Nakamura, Samoa Joe. All these guys. John Cena, John Randy Orton. Yeah, yeah, keep going. That That is the prime age to be at in wrestling, in my opinion. I think late 30s is the, that's when you know you're, you've made it. You're, you're really good. That's when you but know. But you you're... don't have much time left. <sighs> we say that, but then we also see the likes of Undertaker going till he's 50. That's a, you can't compare anybody to the Undertaker. But that's a very, very different Who's story. to say Kenny Omega can't fill that role? Nobody. Stop it's it. Big shoes to fill. That Stop is big it shoes now. Undertaker. <laughs> No. Well, down the line is what I'm saying. No, I, I, no, I know what you're saying. But he could work a limited schedule. The Undertaker works one match a year for the last five, six years. Anybody could do that. Yeah, but anybody can do that because every time he comes back, it's a there's a reason to tune in. The, there's no nobody like the Undertaker ever. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're Kenny Omega. I don't care if you're Ric Flair. I don't care who you are. <laughs> the the it's the Undertaker. I know that, but what I'm saying is Kenny Omega's a draw, and he's sure. he's going to stay a draw, and for, he's going to be a draw. He's a draw right now. Triple H knows that. Chris Jericho obviously knows that. Yeah, he definitely knows that. So who's to say this isn't how they get him in the WWE? No, he's not coming. He's not going to come for another couple of years. I give it a couple of years. He's staying. I give it six months. No wow. Way. All right. No way. We got two firing hot takes out of Matt <laughs> we, we got, we got And the... I have them both written down. I'll never forget about them. <laughs> All right, you know, that's going to do it for us here today. You know, uh, you know great show, a lot of fun. You know, we'll see you guys next week. This has been the Phenomenal Forum, WCWPSports.org.